Welcome to What the Podcast, the only podcast with 50% less fat than the competition. That's right. We are also the only podcast proud to be associated with D Nicholson TV on YouTube.com. So check us out there. You can also find us at dnicholsontv.blogspot.com and all of the social medias at D Nicholson TV, except for Instagram, where it's D Nicholson underscore TV. So please subscribe, tell your friends to check us out. We do try our hardest to make each show better than the last. This show we cover restroom etiquette. We also have weird news making a comeback and a pick of our favorite cartoon worlds. Followed up by celebrity birthdays and two brand new segments. One of them is what holiday is today. And uh, we also do this day in music history. So, good morning or evening, whatever time you're listening to this show. Let's start off by answering one of life's most important questions. Should you use public restrooms? And if so, are multi-use restrooms okay? Or would you rather just have a single-person restroom or better known as a one-horse stall with a lock on the door? So, all right, here we go. As usual, joining me here is my lovely, beautiful wife, Nikki. And, you know, I mean, this question is definitely important. And, um, you know, a lot of people basically have trouble deciding what to do in this situation. Let's say you're you're driving down the road and all of a sudden nature calls. It doesn't matter if it's uh, one ski or a dooski. I mean, what are we going to do in this situation? Especially, let's say you're traveling somewhere and you're out of your comfort zone to begin with. I mean, you almost have no choice but to stop. But um, are we looking for a uh, multi-horse saloon or just a one-horse stall? And, I mean... What if it is a dooski? What are we going to do in that situation? For me, you know, if I walk into a bathroom and it looks like something straight out of a horror picture or that a murder might have taken place there, uh, you know, just a few minutes before my arrival, I'm getting out of there. I'm not going. <laughs> I mean, how do you feel about this? Well, one trip that we took, we were traveling to the uh, southern part of the United States. And... We stopped at a truck stop, and I figured since we were already there, I would use the restroom. Yeah, I walked in there, and there's like bloody handprints on the wall. I turned and walked right back out. Like, no, we we're not doing this. It looked like a you know a crime scene. No. Yeah, I mean. It Okay, so, so shifty uh, gas stations, truck stops late at night. You know, sometimes you get a pleasant surprise. It is a clean one. It is a bathroom, and there's nobody weird hanging out outside. But, you know, talking about that, that reminds me of that time we stopped at a gas station, and somebody wanted me to walk behind the gas station with them. And, uh, yeah, that's probably a negative, man. But I didn't go. I mean, that's probably why I'm still alive here today. But uh, <laughs> that has nothing to do with the bathroom. But that just absolutely reminded me of that situation. So if, um, you know, if I walk into a bathroom and it looks like a crime scene, I'm walking out. If I walk in and it looks halfway decent, 
you know, I'll probably use it, but I try to limit my public restroom use to just a one, not a two. I, I mean, that's fair enough to say. Yeah. I mean, uh, emergency situations do ar arise. Let's say you got that burrito from the gas station you stopped at. <laughs> yeah. Or the McSkillet. Um, that's you. Um, that's <laughs> all you. Um, but, yeah... Be considerate, especially if it's a multi-stall. You don't want to, like, kill the person next to you <laughs> with your bodily functions. Okay, well, well, that brings up another topic here. Let's say you are doing a number two and you're in a public restroom and um, it is, you know, a one-horse saloon here, you know, one-horse stall. You go in there, you lock the door. And let's, I mean, you're peeling the paint off the walls in this place, and <laughs> it, you're blowing it up. It is terrible, you know, it's it's a bad bowl, it's a bad bowl, and you make it nasty. Let's say you, you head out, but there's somebody standing outside waiting, and they walk in there, and you walked out. Do you walk out saying, sorry, or do you walk out saying, it was like that when I got there? I mean... <laughs> Well, I mean, honestly, <coughs> I'm not a liar, so I'm going to have to say, hey, I'm sorry, dude, but it <laughs> happened. I mean, I... Uh, yeah, you hold your head proud, man. Just go. Uh, yeah, okay. Well, no yeah. walk of shame. It was like that when I got there. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, the, okay, well, you know, so... We've narrowed this down to mostly, I think we can all agree and everybody listening that, you know, it's much safer if it's a single person restroom with a lock on that door. Because if I walk, let's say I'm in, uh, you know, Walmart or something like that, and there's just a whole row of stalls there, and I hear other people in there, and they're, you know, making funny grunting noises and a little, <laughs> you know, and, and let's say, you know, you do. I mean, it echoes through there pretty loud. I'm giggling, I'm laughing, and I, I gotta walk back out because I'm not gonna be in there. I'm gonna be dying laughing. Yeah, because you're definitely one of those people that find poop humor, like bathroom humor. Yeah, it's, it's, it's absolutely hilarious. I mean, even those, um, what's those movies, uh, scary movies, that one scene, I think it was, where the priest was praying, Lord, release this beast from me, and then the camera zoomed out, and the flies were on the window, he was sitting on the commode, that was hilarious. So, yep, I definitely find bathroom humor to be funny. So, alright, one horse stall, and it's gotta be clean, and, you know, don't trust those check marks on the door that say this bathroom was checked at this time, because those are never accurate. The employees just go by and check those marks and keep on a walking. So you, you got to go in and do the do the detective work yourself and say, is this a clean bathroom or not? So, all righty then. Well, that was a good topic. So, all right. Uh, you want to do some weird news? Sure. All weird right. News. Let's break out some weird news. I love that little chimes for the weird news intro. That actually works. Yes, it does. Uh, it, you know, guys, if you ever want to make a podcast, I found that on um, uh, Final Cut Pro. So, little insider tip there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so what do we got in the weird news today? This is totally news that matters most in our daily lives. You know, seriously, we try to bring you news that matters and news that you, as the listener, would care about. 
I do want to thank UPI.com for bringing us today's top stories again. And all the weird news that we ever find is always found on UPI.com so far. We haven't found none nowhere else, and I've scoured the webs high and low. So, all right, top story comes out of Texas. Actually, the San Antonio Zoo. Um, you know, if, if you have an ex that you just don't like too much, I mean, you're not friends with them no more, obviously, or they wouldn't be an ex. But anyway, if you have an ex-lover, wife, spouse, husband, boyfriend, girlfriend, doesn't matter, uh, and you, you really don't like them, you can pay this zoo in San Antonio to have a cockroach named after them and it would they would then feed this cockroach to another animal and that cost you five dollars i mean what do you think of that would is that worth five dollars to you yeah yeah i paid five bucks but i just wish it was something other than a cockroach because things are gross hey why not for 25 dollars, you can pay to have a pre-frozen rat named after your ex and fed to a snake i'd rather pay the 25 Yep, I paid the twenty five for the rat to feed to a snake because that's just awesome. And the good thing is, you know, you're you're donating to a zoo. You know that this money will probably be put in the zookeeper's pocket. No, I'm just kidding. No, <laughs> hopefully, that... we're hoping that you know it goes to helping these animals because. Well, obviously, it's helping the snake. Well, so, yeah, yeah. Because they got a name to go with their meal now. Oh, Peggy looks so good. <laughs> all right feed me mark <laughs> so anyway uh well moving on here <laughs> okay this goes kind of uh you know along the lines of lovers but um this one turns the calendar back a bit to where they was actually still together and not broken up um apparently a new hampshire based septic pump company uh, this company, they go around with those big hoses and they suck out your septic tanks. Well, somebody was cleaning out the tank of one of these trucks. After, I sure hope they had a hazmat suit on. Anyway, that kind of just caught me there. They found a wedding set, or a wedding ring. A man's wedding band inside the um, truck. And you would think that, you know, in today's world, a lot of people would probably take that and pawn that off or try to make some money out of it. But no, this uh, person, male or female, I have no idea, decided that they was going to actually clean this ring up, polish it, sanitize it. And um, they put it on the local news station and a doctor, a New Hampshire surgeon, actually had lost that. Uh, apparently he had set it on his uh, clothes whenever he was doing surgery and whenever he went to get dressed again, you know, grabbed the shirt or whatever. And went to put it on, and the ring fell down the toilet. Going back to potty humor here, but um, <laughs> he was really, really glad to get it. And the ring, you know, I, well, I should say it was returned to the rightful owner. He claimed it, and he said that he now wears just a cheap five-dollar wedding band to uh, work in, so that way, if that ever happens again, he doesn't have to worry about it. So that is kudos to the individual who found the ring in the truck when you were cleaning it out. Because that is something that I would fall apart over. As, you know, if it fell down the drain or whatever the case may be. Um, so, I, I clap for you. Because most people, and I hate to say this, but the human race has fallen short um, here <clears throat> over Absolutely. the past 
several years. So most people wouldn't have done that. They would just took it and pawned it or melted it or whatever. Not even cared. They just threw it away. <laughs> One eight hundred cash for gold. <laughs> yeah, that exactly. So kudos. Yes, just because you have a crappy job doesn't mean you're a crappy person. Absolutely. So, all right, moving on to our next story. We got four today, actually. So, um, a skier in Romania was uh, chased by a bear. I mean, yeah, that happened. <laughs> so, it looks like the, the it says Pre-Deal Ski Resort, looks like. Um, last Saturday, uh, this person on a ski lift was uh, watching someone that was uh, skiing down the slopes, and they noticed that uh, there was a bear chasing them. I mean, yeah. Okay, so they shouted down to this person who then turned around and, you know, realized that they wasn't just uh, trying to make them fall or something. There actually was a bear following them. And uh, they threw their backpack to the ground, and that actually distracted the bear long enough for them to get away. So backpacks are truly a natural bear distractor or repellent. So, guys, if you ever go hiking or camping, take a backpack. Yeah, toss it. <laughs> be like all right buddy here how about it we have black bears here um i think that's pretty much it but uh we do have a lot of coyotes i wonder what you would do to get rid of a coyote fire fire but i don't carry fire on my back no you carry a lighter they yeah. don't even like to hear the 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 flick of it they don't like it all right so if you're being chased by a coyote uh flick that bick yep <laughs> all right so our last story is actually one that i find the most weird and odd out of all of these um an oklahoma bill is setting to be passed that would allow a bigfoot hunting season um the state representative in oklahoma introduced a bill that would establish a hunting season for one of the state's most infamous species of alleged native wildlife bigfoot now I kind of go back to, you know, television programs like uh, Finding Bigfoot, and um, there was another one that's just coming out on Discovery Plus, uh, Hunting Bigfoot or something, or I don't know. Yeah, I think it's like Expedition Bigfoot Expedition or Bigfoot, like that. yeah, that sounds about right. So if there was no hunting season passed, how are these people even making these programs? But, um, but they're not looking to hunt him. They're not looking to kill it. They're just looking to find it. That was my other point. If someone was to actually kill a Bigfoot and establish that this creature was real, which is highly unlikely, would they still continue to allow a hunting season, or do you think that it would be protected at that point because obviously it's endangered or thought to be extinct or somebody would have found it by now? I think that it would become like on the endangered list. So the hunting season would, would go away. Yeah, like they, they, they couldn't hunt something that was getting ready to be wiped off and or wiped out of existence. So do you agree with the fact that let's establish a hunting season and go out and at least try to kill one just to prove that they're real? No, I don't think that they should kill it. I mean, if we have learned nothing from television, especially who in the world hasn't seen a, a Jack Link's commercial? You don't mess with Sasquatch. That's it may be funny, but he 
eventually gets mad and does something. Like, he throws you, like, five miles away. He, you know, no, no. Well, just uh, don't. There is one theory. Don't mess with Sasquatch. There is one theory out there that, um. My PSA for the day. Well, that's fine and dandy. Um, there, <laughs> there is actually one theory out there that there isn't a Sasquatch or Bigfoot that you know the world knows of today, but that it's more of um, Neolithic people that have survived and not evolved. So Bigfoot's not actually a creature at all, but just a human being that's never evolved and still you know surviving through generations. So. Basically, what you're saying is Bigfoot is a caveman. Yeah. That is a theory that is standing. I've read it myself. <laughs> so, the Geico cavemen were actually Bigfoots. Um, but see, here's the thing with that. With the... Like, We'll use the Geico caveman because okay. he just brought them up, so might as well use them. You could see them in true form. You could see them. Every picture, every video, every inch of documentation where anybody has seen a, quote fingers, Bigfoot, all pixelated. That's right, they're all pixelated. But you can see the Geico caveman. Therefore, Bigfoot is not a caveman. Duh. But you could also see Harry from Harry and the Hendersons. That was just makeup, like the Geico that caveman. Was, that was. That was. But. Maybe the Geico no caveman or though. the caveman that they're saying might be Bigfoot, uh, you know, the cameras that they're using are the same technology that the cavemen would have had. Just a thought. <laughs> yeah, yeah, by the way, <laughs> don't joke on your drink. <laughs> you go out and you... That is the most That is the most <laughs> stupid thing I've ever heard in my life. That, my PSA, if you're out and you're looking for Bigfoot, make sure you have something besides a flip phone to record this creature on, please. We, we're tired of pixelated, you know, images that look like they're filmed on a potato. So, <laughs> all right. The potato. The potato camera of Bigfoot. All right. Or filmed with a rock. So, we are going to go on here into um, today's picks, which this is going to be fun. This is really going to be fun. What cartoon world would we want to live in? So, stand by. After the intro, we will have cartoon picks. So, the way this is going to work is we are going to decide what cartoon world we would like to live in if our magical person somehow transformed us into an actual cartoon. So, if you and I became real cartoons and had to live one year inside of a cartoon world, what cartoon world would we want to live in? So... I mean, there's a ton of ideas there. I mean, there's there's obviously the Bugs Bunny Roadrunner show. There's obviously uh, the SpongeBob SquarePants show. There's um, Scooby-Doo. There's Tom and Jerry. There's the Flintstones, uh, the Jetsons. The there's King of Smurfs. the Hill. There's Family Guy. There's so many cartoons. There's South Park, which I don't want to live in South Park because I don't want my legs to be stuck together. 
<laughs> or if you are unlucky uh, enough to be like Ike and have trash can head. So, <laughs> so obviously, I mean, let's go with the with the one of the most famous cartoons of all time, the Bugs Bunny Roadrunner show, because you'd have multiple universes there. You could live with Wiley Coyote. You could live with Yosemite Sam. You could live with Bugs Bunny, Porky Pig. I mean, Foghorn Leghorn. Foghorn Leghorn, Daffy Duck. I mean. There's so many there. Mm -hmm. I mean, but one thing that would hinder me from living uh, anywhere near a Bugs Bunny cartoon is, I mean, you would constantly have to look out for hammers hitting you in the head. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so you would also have to look out for cannonballs. Yeah. Guns. Yeah, I was going, <laughs> I, I was definitely leaning towards um, looking out for, you know, uh, Elmer Fudd. Wabbit season. Doc season. Wabbit season. <laughs> Doc season, yes. Okay, that's enough of that. That's not annoying at all. Wesker, you wabbit. So, and Yosemite Sam, although hilarious to watch, is incredibly a violent human being that, yeah. So, all right. Uh, that definitely would be fun, though. Life would be an adventure there. Yeah, never a dull moment. Never a dull moment on, yeah. I definitely don't want to live with Wally Coyote due to the fact that he's like the worst kind of villain ever. Like he he doesn't catch a break. He he blows himself up, he falls off a giant cliffs. Um he just he's just a no he's he's a uh just horrible villain. <laughs> he, he, well he's a funny villain. Um there's also obviously the magical world of Disney. I was just looking at this poster here behind, or in front of me, but behind my computer. So, I could definitely chill with Goofy for a year. <laughs> I mean, Goofy's like my hero. He's my idol. I mean, there's not, Goofy is great. Goofy is the greatest Disney character of all time, and a Goofy movie is the greatest Disney movie of all time. I'm not going to argue with you, but you're wrong. Um. <laughs> you like Donald Duck. The sailor. Well, there's also Popeye. He's a but sailor. he seriously got the same anger issues I have, so that's why me and Donald have a thing. We understand each other. Okay. What about Mickey, Minnie? I mean, they're the obviously the true heroes of the, Disney, but you know, the love bugs. Um, nah, too safe. The Goofy. I love Goofy. Goofy would be fun. But what about Chip and Dale, dude? Like, I would I would rock with some squirrels. Actually, no, I forget. Sorry. They're not squirrels. They're chipmunks. They are chipmunks. Which goes My to bad. Alvin and the Chipmunks. Holy moly. That's another great cartoon. Yeah, we're not going because they live in a human world. But they're cartoons and they're rock stars. Yeah, but no. So, okay, we definitely got Disney. We could live in a Disney world for a year. I believe that wholeheartedly. Going to Nickelodeon's flagship cartoon, which is SpongeBob SquarePants, Under the Sea, which would be fun. I know they have the um, the King, uh, what's it, King Neptune. Isn't that the same as the... Trident. From, from Little, Little Mermaid. It looks like the same guy, pretty much, um, it? it? He is a merman. Um, no. no. Looks the same guy to me. No. 
Very similar. Very similar, but no, under any circumstances, does he look <clears throat> like Trident. I think he's got a little bit more of a nasty personality than Ariel's dad. Yeah. Because he wants to freeze everybody. And he always, you know, he's very vengeful. Well, he didn't want to freeze everybody. He got mad because he stole his crown and he was bald. And he was, he was like, everybody's like bald shaming. <laughs> Um, anyway. <laughs> there's also Mr. Krabs, there's Squidward, which is just great. <laughs> but. Yeah, nobody wants crabs. Um. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. Living in SpongeBob's world would be fun. I think it would be a good time, honestly. Uh, not Maybe not as fun as Goofy or Donald, but you would have a good time living with SpongeBob and... I don't want to live in a pineapple. Would, no, but you could have all the Krabby Patties you wanted. Mm, I'll still pass. And no. SpongeBob's always in a good mood, always joyful, always happy. Yeah, except when he turned normal. Lovely weather we're having. Lovely weather we're having. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, well, we still got like, uh, you know, I sell propane and propane accessories. No, I am I not. Dang it, Bobby. <laughs> No. <laughs> You're not no, gonna live with Hank. no, I'm not living with Hank. You've got too many rules. I'm thinking Dale. Honestly, you know, living next no. door to Dale would be a blast. No, it would be a nightmare because look at all the stuff that he had done to Hank's house. That's right. Like he dug a freaking tunnel underneath the freaking floor That's and right. like caved it in. No. Hank fell through the floor. <laughs> And then, then, yes, he had to go to anger management classes and pet the cat. He doesn't want to pet the freaking cat. <laughs> so you wouldn't want to live next door to Dale Gribble. What about um, what about uh, Family Guy? Could you live with Peter? No, no Peter. No, 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 no. No Peter Griffin. Well, I mean, come on. We got to narrow. The, let's. What other cartoons are there that we watch regular? Well, we don't watch regularly. I watch SpongeBob once in a while, but I kind of got bored with. What really Scooby Doo? Yeah, I Scooby Doo. I would rock with some, you know, Mystery Incorporated. In all like truth Mystery. and honesty, right before we recorded this show, we was watching Scooby Doo. PSA. <laughs> <laughs> What's new Scooby Doo? That's Come right. We're gonna solve that mystery. Okay, enough singing. Um. Anyway. Um, I would, I could definitely rock with some Scooby. You know, if I was to live in a Scooby-Doo world, and guys, you know, hit me up on Facebook if you disagree with this, but I would want to do the Mystery Incorporated version of Scooby-Doo, because I love the whole Mr. E factor and the way it continued from episode to episode. So, that was my favorite iteration of that at Mm. all. I mean, of all time. If I had to go with a Scooby-Doo movie... Probably my favorite Scooby-Doo movie would have to be Scooby-Doo on Zombie Island. Yes. That was a great movie. So, but the fact that they brought them over to the real world and turned them into real movies, the like, first one was great, the second one was okay, and then it kind of got weird when they went made-for-TV movies and kept changing up the cast. But I loved the, the Scooby-Doo Batman mashup. I thought that was awesome. Back in the day in the 60s? Yeah, I really did. I thought it was awesome. The new um, Scooby-Doo movies. Um, I also like the 13 Ghosts of Scooby-Doo with Vincent. Vincent Price. That was a nice little iteration of it, too. But my favorite, yeah, definitely Scooby-Doo Mystery Incorporated. So, would you do the the what the new Scooby-Doo movies where they met celebrities every week? 
Mm, no. Um, well, they're hanging out with Batman. Well, yeah, I like Bat I like the Batman, but I'm not. I was more like I, you know, liked just regular Scooby Doo when it was, you know, the creepy janitor. You're talking about, you know, the old, the original yeah, Scooby Doo. Just, where are you? Yeah, just like, oh, you know, it's Mr. Banks, the creepy janitor. <gasps> you know, like, <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> you and he would have like, gotten away with it too if it wasn't for the meddling kids and their dog. That's right. But yeah, honestly, I would say if I had to pick, my number one would definitely be Scooby. So you would live with Scooby Doo for one year, and just hang out with Shaggy because he just looked like he was all kinds of fun. Well, yeah, um, you know Casey Kasem that voiced Shaggy uh, was a vegetarian, and a lot of people don't realize this, but he decided, and not the original Scooby Doo, where are you? But the later ones that he voiced him, mm -hmm. he said he's not going to do it unless they make Shaggy a vegetarian too. So there was like a, a whole like series of cartoons where Shaggy was a vegetarian. So that is a fact. Look it up. In the actual Scooby Doo movie. He was a vegetarian. He was a vegetarian. Because he ate an eggplant burger. A chocolate-covered eggplant burger. <laughs> but yes, he was a vegetarian there. And I think that... I'm not Talk sure... toasted. Zoinks. <laughs> Who doesn't love Shaggy? He was always awesome. Um, Bell-bottoms and a green t-shirt. Messed-up hair and a goatee. So, I think my pick here would, I would probably want to chill with Goofy and you'd be chilling with Shaggy. So. Shaggy and Scooby. Can't, can't not well, you, have one You have the whole the gang. You have the whole gang. I don't care about Fred. Well, Velma's alright, but we can, Fred and Daphne can go elsewhere. I don't care about them. Just like me, if I'm going to be chilling with Goofy, you know I'm going to have Pluto and Donald and Chip and Dale and Mickey and Minnie. They're all going to come <laughs> over. They're friends. They're neighbors. So Annabelle. Yeah. Oh, is it Clarabelle? <laughs> Clarabelle, sorry. I don't know which one it is. Because there was a, a Warner Brothers cow and there was a Disney cow. Clarabelle is a Disney cow. I just said it wrong. So, Alright. But anyway, um, We've but don't forget, one. you know, if you're with Goofy, if you, with Goofy, you have Big Pete, so. Yeah. And Definitely. PJ, so. And Max. <laughs> so, alright, you ready to do some birthdays? Sure. Alright, so now birthdays for February 1st include Harry Styles turning 26. Honestly, um, I really don't know much about Harry Styles, but he was on the list. So <laughs> uh, he's an actor and a singer? Yes. All right. So Ronda Rousey. Now, I do, do know her MMA fighter turned WWE champion. She is turned turn actor. Turning 33. Turned actor, turned 33. <laughs> turned 33, yeah. So, all right. This next one's a little bit of a musical person. And, you know. Really? Musical? I mean. Comes from a musical was. family and married to a musical personality. What a sham. Anyway, we're not going to get into that. But um, it would be Lisa Marie Presley. And she is 52. All right, and you're one of your favorite actors of all time. I was so proud when I saw that on the list for today. 
So. <clears throat> the most awesome Michael C. Hall turns 49. 49 today. And doesn't look it at all. Now, Michael C. Hall. Rocking it. If you have not watched his program, Dexter, it is worth a watch. I know it's an old one now. But if you haven't watched it, it will keep you intrigued. It will keep you at the edge of your seats. But even better yet, if you are more of a reader, go pick up the books. Dexter? Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm trying to get some promotion for his show since we're talking about him. Well, I know. <laughs> but the books are really, really well written. And... It's a little bit darker than the actual show. So if your imagination can, you know, we'll go around in some, some really dark stuff. Go check it out. All right. So that concludes birthdays. And on with the celebration continuing here. Uh, it is a holiday today. It's a holiday every day, isn't it? Yes, there's it's, a holiday for every day. And this is a new segment we want to include on every show. What holiday is it today? That way, if you're looking for a reason to call off work or get drunk or do whatever it is you do on holidays, today is National Freedom Day. And National Freedom Day is celebrated in honor of February 1st, 1865, when... President Abraham Lincoln outlawed slavery. So, excellent holiday to remember and a great day in history. Yes. So, happy National Freedom Day, everybody. So, you want to do some music news? Sure. So, another new segment that we're trying to bring to the show is This Day in Musical History. This is my lovely wife's idea. <laughs> so, we're going to start it off with a little bit of This Day in History in Musical News. So, what do we got going first? On February 1st, 1964, Beatlemania came to America when I Want to Hold Your Hand became the first of their billboard number ones and this was the first number one british band reaching that level since 62. okay so in two years uh prior there was no british uh singer or band that made a made it on the billboard number one no okay so the beatles had a ton of uh billboard number ones didn't they yeah they had 20. 20 and I Want to Hold Your Hand was their very first. So, actually, I you know, that song, I mean, I want to hold your hand. Yeah, that was a very catchy song. A lot of people, you know, hey, what can I say? So, very known. Very known song. <laughs> yes, and, and people still listen to it and play it. And I think it's been remade a couple times, too. Other bands covered it, I think, maybe. I personally have not heard anything like that. But I'm not saying it, ha it hasn't happened. It's been done yeah, at karaoke. I'm well, yeah, I know. It's been <laughs> karaoke to death. You know, nothing better than some drunks trying to sing old songs. I um, just, uh, you know, wanted to sound intelligent for a minute, but I don't know. <laughs> All right, so this, also in this day in musical history, um, uh, the host of Soul Train, uh, what was his name again? Don Cornelius. Okay, so he hosted Soul Train from 1971 to 1993. Um, unfortunately, he, he has passed away, and that was on February 1st, 2012. 
So we do remember him fondly, and we do send our love and respect to his family. And what a great show he hosted. And yeah. that is indeed, you know, musical history, because that was a, what, a 22-year run hosting that show. So way to go, right? And, I mean, he did a lot of, um, like, knocking down walls and things like that for... Paving the way for musical dance. Yeah. Musical, yeah. Yeah. All right, well... Much love and respect, and I think, um, hey, we're at the 36-minute uh, mark here, so, all right, guys, please, like, subscribe, tell your friends to listen to us, check us out at D-Nichols TV on YouTube, and we're all over the social medias, D-Nicholson TV, except for, as I said, on Instagram, it's D-Nicholson underscore TV. For some reason, D-Nicholson TV was taken. Whoever is out there impersonating me, I want to know. I'm coming for you. All right. Anyway, all right. Catch I us will next find week. You. Catch us next week on what the podcast right here, where you listen to your favorite podcast. All right. And we are out. Bye.